New York, New York. What up, Mang Hoes? This is the strangely unsexy Matthew Sanborn Smith and his Fresh from the Fridge Rejuvenated podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Here's a big announcement so exciting that you'll not only wet your pants, you'll wet someone else's pants too. For those of you who have been wrestling with the DTs for the last couple of Sans Mango weeks, you will be extra pleased to know that Mucho Mango Mayo was such a wonderful time for all involved that we're going to do it again next year. Until then, I'll string you along with a measly two shows per month. If I'm dead, though, all verbal contracts are null and void. So if you love this show, I'd advise you people to protect me from everything. Now get to work and practice throwing yourself between me and the universe at large. Today's terribly original story is one of urban renewal and unimaginable amounts of saliva. Here's hoping you keep on ticking because you're about to experience a hell of a licking. A Hell of a Licking by Matthew Sanborn Smith. You could say it was an ordinary day in New York if an enormous tongue came down from the sky and licked the city clean every day. If you can't say that, then shut the hell up. Giant space tongue was what I called it, though the more melodramatic of my contemporaries called it the tongue of God. Tongue of the devil was more like it. Look, I'm not saying we couldn't have used a good cleaning, but it swept away over a million people along with all the crud. Yes, some of those people were crud themselves, but most weren't. We didn't really understand it, any more than we didn't understand why the tongue didn't cut itself on all our sharp, pointy buildings. But the moral implications of the whole thing depended upon whose tongue it was, did it not? I mean, if it was a cat tongue, then yes, its true purpose was to clean us, and those of us who never went outside and thus were spared the severest tongue lashing of all time agreed that the city had never looked nicer. Admittedly, we only appreciated it through our licked clean windows. The wankers who called this the great cataclysm earned their many slaps. The New Age folks liked the cataclysm idea because it wasn't wrapped up in Judeo-Christian orthodoxy and yet still promised an afterlife for those who were taken, provided we could recover the giant hairball before it went into the ocean. Now, if it was a dog tongue, that was just hunger, and the whole incident could be understood because someone somewhere in our vast urban sprawl had to have dropped some peanut butter, and it hardly took any peanut butter at all for a dog to lap up a whole city. An equally valid motivation would have been the city's hundreds of gallons of hot dog water. This final savoring was nicknamed the Great Devis Taste a neologism which made me wish I had been outside when the end came. If only death by Licky Licky could have been that delightful. The truth was even more unpleasant. Some audio geeks at Columbia had recorded the subsonic roar immediately before and after the incident, and we were horrified to learn that it wasn't just noise, it was French. We hadn't been cleaned or even checked for nut butter. We had been kissed. At first, we all felt terribly violated. We hadn't seen it coming, and even if we had, who said we wanted to play metropolitan tonsil hockey with some giant creepy French guy? Cheeky bastard. But our indignation wore off pretty quickly when we realized the tongue wasn't coming back for seconds. Maybe he'd gone off to make out with Paris. We called Paris, but got no answer. That floozy. What was wrong with us? Then it hit us, and we were paralyzed with shame. Over the long history of our city, we had accumulated 400 years of morning breath. Jesus, we were lucky to have gotten kissed even once. We marshaled all of the state's firefighting air tankers and had them dump hundreds of thousands of gallons of toothpaste on us. And you know those $2 million toothbrushes the Pentagon is always buying? Turns out the heads are as big as football fields and worth every penny. Just to prove we were serious, we rented mosquito fogging trucks from across America to cover the city in a fine mist of banaca. But it was too late. We checked our voicemail all of the next Saturday night. He never even texted us. But hey, that's cool. There are other giant tongues in outer space. We were going to make him so jealous. 
If this story probed your cavities, you can wait trembling for more right here at BewareTheHairyMango.com. Although, if you're not the cold-hearted bastard that I am, you may still want to visit my tired old blogamoomoo, the1000.blogspot.com, because it gets lonely sometimes. Preach to the choir of my choice and commiserate with people you've never met before in the comments for this post, or gam gmail me and we'll crack Samwise about Frodo of the Nine Fingers at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or get precious at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Get the most orangey tan of your life by basking in the glow of the SF signal. When you want even more, and you will, surf it on back to its source at sfsignal.com with Moondoggy and Norrin Rad, where you can fight over who gets to take Gidget to the big dance featuring Galactus on two cosmic turntables and a megaphone. Get on your texty thing and tell folks far and wide about my up-close and slender show and my man-eating mango who wins your heart even as he devours it. Tweet about Pete and all his zany shenanigans to me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. As I don't even know who the hell Pete is, and as I am your Twitter master, I'll look forward to your tweets with masturbated breath. Where are those Banaka trucks when you need them? I could always use a little scratch, whether it's in my wallet or on my belly. If you want to see my leg twitch like a literal son of a bitch, come scratch me on my donate button located on the homepage as well as a secret area of my saddle region. Having to search for it is 12% of the fun. Oh, baby. This podcast puts on more airs than a smelly ass at a spring cotillion while waving its overpriced and ostentatious Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-alike 3.0 unported license. Until the one after this, this is Farmer Matt sizing up his slower-moving sheep and reminding you that if there's a case of beer and a couple of shots involved, what goes down must come up. Good night. <laughs>